The podcast about comedy, comics, and other such nonsense. I'm your host, E.R. Flynn, a cartoonist and graphic artist living here in the Pacific Northwest. In each show, I'll be discussing a topic that is related to the comics I've published on Substack. In this episode, let's talk about memory. Did you ever consider what you'd be if you didn't have any memories? Would you be the same person? Would you have the same values? Would you be without any sense of conscience or morals to know what's right or wrong? Think about it. Memories are the core of your essence. Your experiences and what you remember of them are the human operating system that guides your every decision in life. It's the algorithm of memory that expands and reconfigures with each new day of existence. It could be said that memories are what defines the soul of a person. They give us the ongoing narrative that helps us through our lives. But the thing about memories is that while they feel true, they aren't an exact recording device of the past. In fact, memories can be outright fabrications created by our minds to justify an action or to assuage some emotional pain. Neurologist Oliver Sacks knew this and spent much of his career delving into the mysteries of the human mind. He studied how memories are consciously or unconsciously created and blurred between experience and fiction in the context of viewing the past. Over the course of the past two years, I realized this fascination with memory and history has also been a theme in my own life. It was partly inspired by my father's own experiences delving into genealogy. Back in the early 1990s, he created histories of the four different family lineages that make up our ancestors. At the time, this wasn't easily achieved since the internet was barely in its infancy and the information was not easily accessed. Dad had to travel quite a bit to visit state and local historical societies and search the records. He traveled to Washington, D.C. to look at government census and immigration records. Plus, he even made a trip out to Salt Lake City, where the Mormon church kept records on just about every American. There's a whole reason in history behind the Mormon collection of family records, for which this podcast doesn't have the time to get into. Well, let's just say that the LDS wants to make sure that none of their members are left out of heaven when the apocalypse comes. Anyhow, I inherited my dad's interest in history, and this was amplified by my college education. I got into courses on medieval art and church aesthetics. This later grew into an interest in ancient cultures and other religions. After college, I got into videography, and that developed into getting schooled on documentary filmmaking. It was in that training that I learned one of the main tenets of documentary filmmaking. Memories aren't reliable evidence. This fact intrigued me to pursue documenting the past. I'm fascinated by the detective work required to discover the lost strands of truth that lie within those cloudy memories of the past. Most of the time, these investigations always start with an audio interview or a recording that I've discovered. For example, I was hired by Tryon Creek State Park in Portland, Oregon to document the history behind the creation of the park. The history was known, but was quickly fading from time since many of the founders were getting very elderly 
or passing on. This is when I was brought in to interview one of those founders, Lucille S. Beck. We had a meeting in Lake Oswego in June 1969. About 40 some people showed up and Commissioner Eccles and his planning commissioner, Bob Baldwin. They came with maps and they promoted the idea of a larger regional park, including land in Clackamas County and Multnomah County. And everybody just thought it was wonderful. So out of that came a little steering committee to decide what are we gonna do. And we decided we had to have a nonprofit organization to raise some money to help this thing along. So we had a discussion about the name. First of all, we were gonna be the Tryon Creek Wilderness Park Association. <laughs> and that was not acceptable. We couldn't start with Tryon Creek because there were already too many other listings in the jungle out there. And so we ended up being the friends of Tryon Creek Park. And that was it. Usually after I gather any audio history, next comes the search for corroborating evidence to validate it. These searches include going to historical societies and libraries, much like my father, for related old newspaper articles, archived photos, and any other related stray data. When properly stitched together in the proper historical context, they clarify a forgotten narrative or reveal a universal truth. Whether it's a personal documentary or an organizational history, the search and discovery involved on these projects is half the thrill. Fast forward to now. While the past couple of years of this pandemic may have stymied my filmmaking pursuits, I've channeled that historical sleuthing of memory into the comics I post on Substack.com. I used to be more into creating cartoons that satirize current events and politics, but I'll admit that after what we've been going through over the last two years, I started to feel like it was a form of depressive doom scrolling. So instead, I decided to plumb the sunny past for the fodder of my comics. And thankfully, I have a wealth of experiences to choose from. I've traveled the world, met a fair share of celebrities and oddballs, done ridiculously dangerous stunts, and experienced tragedies that most can relate to. So here I am, madly illustrating 50 plus years of wild, hilarious misadventures, while also keeping an eye out for new ones. The current project I've been creating is a compendium of stories from my days in a struggling local rock band in Elmira, New York, in the early 1980s. The band, which we named Hammer, was only around for a couple of years, but during that short lifespan, we managed to survive a slew of ludicrous events, insane bar owners, near misses with the law, and our own poorly planned antics. Plus, we were a band at a time when Elmira was in flux between great local music acts and the start of a recession, which would shutter many of the venues that featured these acts. Going back to tell these stories now, 40 years later, is definitely a memory challenge, since there is very little left of the Elmira that I and my bandmates once knew. Urban renewal projects and redevelopment has really transformed the area to be almost unrecognizable. The bars and practice spaces we played in are either gutted ruins, bricked up shells, or have been completely removed from existence. 
While I've searched for any relics of proof that these places existed, it may prove fruitless. Heck, all I have left from that time is one lone cassette tape that was recorded at an outdoor graduation party in 1981. At least I and the bandmates that I have been in touch with have our collective memories from which to cull stories. And uh, that'll have to suffice. Even if it does tread into the area of imaginative reconstruction. But thankfully, when it comes to comedy, truth is just an additive to the memory oil which greases the engine of narrative. If you want to start reading these Hammer stories, go to erflynn.substack.com. The link is in the description of the podcast. Once there, you can subscribe to get them in your email box, as well as look over the other comics I've created, which are spun from the flotsam of the past. Also, over the next few months on the podcast, I'm hopefully going to get interviews with the other fellows in the band, and you'll be able to hear their side of the comics I've created, as well as what they went on to doing in life and what other adventures they've had. If you want to see a variety of short documentary work I've made, which relies on memories and the evidence needed to clarify them, and also look at the remnants of some of the locales where the band used to play in Elmira, pop on over to the podcast's homepage. You'll also see on that page a link to an article on Oliver Sacks' view of memory. This has been Escape from Clown Town, and I hope you enjoyed the show. And thanks for listening. And now here's a little music from Hammer.